What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Route Runners Podcast. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Shrieker. I'm James. And we have a nice little show for you guys today. Uh, so the new way that this that it's going to work here at the Route Runners Podcast is we're just going to do basically one show a week. It's going to come at any time during the week, hopefully earlier, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. We'll figure it out. But we got a lot of stuff going on. Mid, it's midterm season for us. And, you know, obviously the NFL world, there's not a whole lot going on right now. We got... Aaron Rodgers, who doesn't even know what the fuck is going on in his own life, and a bunch of other stuff with like Deshaun Watson and all those guys too. But the dust has settled and all the coaching hires. And now the main thing that's going on is uh, NFL free agency. So what we've done is we've compiled a list of nine of the most important free agents that we think are going to be testing the market and are going to be getting new contracts. whose contracts are up and this offseason will potentially be on new teams and are getting new contracts, as I said. Uh, there's a lot of guys too that we feel are going to get franchise tagged, and we didn't talk about, or we didn't ma- that we're not going to mention. Uh, some of those guys are J.C. Jackson, cornerback of the Patriots. He's been a lot of talks about him getting tagged. Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers, the best receiver in football in many people's minds. He's most likely getting tagged by Green Bay, and we also didn't really feel like we didn't want to talk about Adams because we didn't know what was going to happen with Aaron Rodgers, and I think it's pretty clear that Ro- Adams is going to stay as long as Rodgers does and the last one was jesse bates of the cincinnati Bengals, one of the best safeties in football i mean he they just went to the super bowl there's no reason to let him go and they have a lot of money so i feel like he's definitely gonna get tagged but we also didn't do a von miller but you know whatever uh we have a so we've compiled a list of eight uh free agents that we think are going to be testing the market and are going to make big impacts so uh let's start with Let's start with Super Bowl champion Odo Beckham Jr. Just won for the LA Rams, just towards ACL. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens to him in the free agent market, how much money he gets, how long he's going to be out there. Uh, I'll give this one to James first. Where do you have OBJ oh, going? Mine, mine's, mine's a little weird. I said the Packers. It, but like if Aaron Rodgers isn't there, then probably not the Packers. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of where my head's at. But like, I don't know. Like besides that, where else would he go? The Chiefs, maybe? There's a lot of teams that need receivers. So. I don't think the Chiefs. I know, but he wants to, he'd want to go to a good team. And he was not going to say on the Rams because Robert Woods is going to be back. So he's going to be wide receiver three at best. And, <clears throat> again, I, I mean, Jordan Love could be the real deal and Beckham may like him. So, I don't know. if I mean, if Devontae also stays, then OBJ would love to be with him, I think. So, but, like, I, I honestly don't know. Maybe the Niners, but no. I don't. I'm, I'm gonna say with the Packers. I haven't gone to the Packers. Screw it. I'll just have them. I'll have them go to the Packers because even if Devonte isn't there, then you got you're you're the wide receiver one of that team. And obviously with Jordan Love, if he is gonna be the QB, that kind of sucks. But if you just sign a one year deal, you can always request a trade again, hoping that Rodgers and Devonte stays. So that's why I think he would sign there. Uh, I don't think he'll stay on the Rams just because he will be the wide receiver three of that team. Uh, the Chiefs, I also don't like him because he'll, all, he'll be the third option too. Uh, other like good teams, like the Bills, he'll probably be he'll probably be a two on the Bills, but he's not going to go to Buffalo. I don't know. I still haven't gone to the Packers. I thought he was going to go to the Packers. Or I thought the Packers were going to sign him before he got picked up by the Rams. So I still think he kind of wants to go to Green Bay because he had them as one of their finalists or as one of his finalists to go. But again, it's all up to if Rodgers and Devontae stay. I think they're going to stay. I think Devontae's going to get franchise tagged and Rodgers is going to stay. So I think Odell will kind of fall there and 
he'll be the wide receiver two for that team. And I think they also trade Aaron Jones for some good defensive pieces because Aaron Jones sucks. That's what they should do, but they're not going to. But yeah, OBJ to the Packers. I I, I like it because again, you got Devontae and OBJ, and you got the best QB in the league right now in Aaron Rodgers. Unless Tom Brady comes back for one more year, but he's not. So I I like I like Odell to the Packers. All right, Shrieker, where do you have OBJ going? So with uh, where I have OBJ going is I go I have him picking a team that has lots of cap space and is heading in the right direction with a really young and put uh, with a high potential team here, and I'm picking Philadelphia. It's a it's a big it's a big move here, but I just think they can pull it off. Let's just the say Giants twice a year. Yeah, he does that. And I I feel like it, let's just say like really doesn't end up going to Philly or he stays in Atlanta or goes to a different team. I feel like Philly will definitely want be frantic and try to make a big move because they want to support Jalen Hurts as much as possible and as much as Devontae uh, Smith can be uh, great as he, he can get, they still need a wide receiver too, and they don't have that with Jalen Rager right now. So getting a guy like OBJ, he'll add some support to this offense because let's just say they double-team Devontae Smith, OBJ will be wide open. And I just feel like he he just makes this offense so much more dynamic. And you got a guy like, like Nick Sirianni who's excellent with wide receivers. He'll like I just feel like OBJ would really prosper there. The – Eagles are 13th in available cap space right now, and I just think they can make a move like that. Uh, I like I like both of those. I I have similarities with mine. Uh, we also we didn't tell anyone what we have for anyone. Like we just did a we were like these are these are all a surprise. I didn't know the Shrieker had the Eagles. I didn't know James had Green Bay. But um, I am similar to Shrieker in the fact that I it's a team with a young and upcoming quarterback with a lot of cap space. But it's similar to James is in the NFC North. I have Odell going to the Chicago Bears. And I hate it because I don't want to see him twice a year because he's really good and his career is revitalized. But you, you know, you sign a defensive coach, whatever. They need an offensive splash. This is a lot more about the team than the player in Odell Beckham. I think that the Bears should make a push, a huge push for him. I think, you know, he's a little younger than Allen Robinson. He's not as old as Chris Godwin is, but I feel like Godwin is going to get a lot more money than Odell Beckham. The Bears, I, I think they're going to be a little patient. They're not like they don't need to contend right now. Everyone knows that that roster is really bad. Allen Robinson's going to leave. You cannot have Darnell Mooney be the number one weapon on that offense. Have Odell there. He's a great route runner, and I think that he would really do wonders for Justin Fields. They have a lot of cap space. They can they'll probably end up overpaying for him if this move end up ends up happening. But receiver is definitely their biggest need right now. So. I'm gonna I, I like I'm gonna go with him to the Chicago Bears. I just want to say a quick honorable honorable mention here, and I want to see what you guys think about this. So another team that I had OBJ going to was Las Vegas. I just think you know seeing I I just feel like everyone in the NFL saw how much heart Derek Carr gave to this this uh, whole season with a new coach and injuries throughout that whole team and Henry Ruggs just being out for the rest of his career. Like a lot changed throughout the season and Carr did what he had to do to get them to the playoffs. And I feel like a player like that, like it resonates a lot with OBJ and like he, he's a guy that loves the limelight and Las Vegas is definitely that, but he also likes guys who give it their all like Matthew Stafford, for instance. So I think Las Vegas could definitely be an interesting destination. So you had Vegas and Hill. I had Vegas Eagles and chargers. Yeah, the Chargers is a good one too. Uh, if they want to walk, if Mike Williams, if they want to just let him walk, then 
OBJ can definitely just stay in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, I, I like I like all those good fits for OBJ. I think OBJ is very interesting. All right, this one I don't think it's not going to take as long because he is an offensive lineman, but he's the best offensive lineman on the market. It's Teron Armstead of uh, the New Orleans Saints. James, what do you got? Yeah. Well, I'm going to for a team that shows a lot of promise, but they need a lot of offensive line help, and that is the Chargers because we all know how bad the Los Angeles Chargers defense is. Not defense, the offensive line is. Jason knows he uh, he'll be happy with this. He'll probably get mad at me because you know why not? I mean, you can put you can put Slater right, and then I know, but the like, Slater's still. really good. The rest of the O line just sucks. Exactly. So Teron Armstead would be he he'd be really good. I think he can. He's I think he's pretty versatile. He can play anywhere. Actually, no, it's a lie. He can only play tackle. But I, he's better than any <clears throat> lineman you can get in the draft at your position. <clears throat> wow, my throat. So I think, and he's also old, so I don't really have to overpay for him. And again, he'll he'll help with that O line, so Justin Herbert doesn't have to get pressured every two seconds, and Eckler can actually get some holes in running. And that, I feel like with that, they'll have two solid tackles, and their offense will just be that more solidified. And I think that they can win probably two more games with just Teron Armstead, just because of all that, just just because of how good he is and how he can hold up that line basically. And the Chargers' offense is probably gonna. And they had a really good year this year, but they're going to definitely increase with that offensive line help. And they're probably still going to draft like a guard or a center in the draft. So if they do and they have turn arm set, then that's going to be like, a, that's going to be a really good O line. It's going to be, it's going to be better than like top 20, I'd say. Maybe, not, uh, maybe pushing top 15, but still like if, if their team is really good and, but they really need O line help. And I think this is the place to start. All right, Trigger, what do you got? So right, so right now I'm I'm really conflicted because I chose three teams that I really feel like Toronto Armstead would make a really big difference on, but I feel like right now what he like the best team would be a team like Chicago. You know, no, we we all saw how Justin Fields struggled with that uh, struggling O line, and I just feel like if you put a guy like Toronto Armstead, he adds a little bit of consistency and just some a safety for Justin Fields so he can make some more throws. Obviously, Teron Armstead is not going to fix the whole O-line immediately, but I just think maybe if Teron Armstead can come in there, you add a couple more guys to that O-line, and it'll definitely be uh, consistently better than it was last year. And I just think it'll make Justin Fields be a more confident wow. QB. And, uh, Monster trucks. Who knows? What's the what's the sky's the limit for Justin Fields? All right, I like both of those again. Um, I went with a team that we saw just a couple of weeks ago that is in desperate need of an, of an offensive line. I think Teron Armstead will be a Cincinnati Bengal and will help uh, protect Joe Burrow. I mean, there is no one on this offensive line that excites me, whether it's the interior, which is kind of what got dominated in the Super Bowl, and Armstead won't be playing there. But if you get Teron Armstead, who's what? 30 years old, be 31 next year. You get a veteran to help protect Joe Burrow in that division. When you have to guard guys like TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, it's going to do wonders for your offensive line and Joe Burrow. And I think that that would be a great move for Cincinnati. They have a lot of cap space. I'm pretty sure they're in the top six still in cap space and paying for the best offensive lineman on the market. When you had a offensive line that led up 19 sacks in the entire playoffs and 16 in two of those games, I think it's a pretty good idea. Uh, let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Tyron Matthew of the Kansas City Chiefs, the Honey Badger, made a 
A lot of great plays on the, on the last two Super Bowl runs. I, he was very injured this year, didn't really play a whole lot. I don't know. Did he even play in the game against Cincinnati, the AFC mm-hmm. Championship? No idea. If he did, he was very, like, I don't know. I feel like he wasn't really involved, but yeah, he's gonna be free. He's gonna be afraid this this year. One of the better uh, defensive guys. So, James, what do you think uh, is gonna happen with Tyron Matthew? Okay, so I think he stays. I I, <laughs> I had the same thing. Um, he's had he's had success in Kansas City, and I and and I think he obviously wants to stay there because he knows he can win plenty more rings with that team. Uh, as for Kansas City themselves, I don't know if they're gonna resign. They probably will resign if they're gonna offer him a contract, obviously. But like, he's probably gonna ask for a lot more, and they're not gonna give it to him. And there's gonna be some feud. But like, you never. He may just take a pay cut too. But yeah, I think he stays. There's, he's a good fit for the Chiefs. Their defense kind of needs help, and if they lose him, then their defense is gonna be very atrocious. So I think he likes being sort of like sort of the captain of that defense. I mean, you got Chris Jones on the D line, but I think he's just the all around better play actually no i think chris jones is better but like i think tyron matthews still looked up to as the captain of that defense and obviously if you're given that big of a role on a team that can win multiple championships or champion like back-to-back championships then i would try to keep that role because that's a that's a very hefty title to kind of retain the you know the captain of the chiefs defense i think he's not going to give that up he likes it in kansas city because again they're a good team they're a championship team no matter what like any year so i think he'll stay and he's already had great connections with the team they've won a ring together so like I think he wants to keep that that going with them. Yeah, I I'll give this to you in a sec, but I I had the same thing. I, I agree with everything you said. I think that he will go back to the Chiefs. They're like, what better opportunity are you getting? And like, I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna pay him. Like, they I think they'll be able to pay him a good amount of money. Like originally, I had him going to the Raiders, and I was like, you know, you get to play the same team twice in a row, stay in the division. I think the Raiders are kind of on the like trending upward for next year, but. I was like, you're not. You have a much better chance still winning at Kansas City. You, uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's gonna stay. I feel like he's gonna start testing the waters. People are gonna want him, but he's gonna realize that like there's no better team that he can go to than Kansas City. So I, I, I agree with James. I have Tyron Matthew staying in uh, KC. To spice it up, I had I think only one guy that might be staying with his team. Okay. And the- I, had, I had two. Okay. So the team that I chose for Tyron Matthew is, as much as I hate on this team in the, on this podcast, I chose the Jets, and I, I mean, didn't. I can see it. I think I think he could really become like. I would hate that. Oh yeah, so I would hate much. it so much. I just think like a guy like uh, Robert Sala could immediately like persuade him a lot to come there. Just be like, hey, you're, like from day one, you're gonna be the guy. You're gonna teach all these young guys, and like I know he he's definitely like a guy that really is like a real like. The whole locker room listens to him when he talks. So I really think Matthew or yeah, Salah? Matthew oh, and yeah. Salah too. Yeah. So I think really he can command this whole defense because obviously it's really young and this is a really young team. And I just feel like let's just say they want to get bolster the O line and then maybe get a weapon on offense. I think they could just go for a guy like Tyron Matthew, give him a a decent, a pretty big a bag and a pretty pretty big contract and. You don't have to worry about that safety position anymore, you know. Maybe fill the cornerback with one of your draft picks. So I think I think it's a really interesting spot, and honestly, I I, I like it a lot. I can see it. Uh, sometimes people just go to bad teams just to get a contract. Yeah, I th- I think he would get a lot of a lot more freedom than he typically would if he went to the Jets. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All right, so next uh, let's go with a Penn State wide receiver, uh, Allen Robinson. Guy has had one of the better careers in the last decade at wide receiver, and this year just ended up dying. 
There's no way the Bears franchise tag him again. He deserves to leave and get out of there. I'll, I'll kick this one off. I had him going back to Pennsylvania and going with the Philadelphia Eagles. Kind of what Shrieker had with Odell. I think at this point in their careers, Odell is probably a better receiver than Allen Robinson. But, you know, get Allen Robinson in there with Devontae Smith. Teach him a few things. They are kind of different receivers, but... Allen Robinson has had terrible quarterbacks his entire career, and I know he probably wants to win. He probably wants to go with a team like the Bills maybe or maybe Green Bay if Rodgers is going to come back. But I don't know. I feel like he can get a decent amount of money in Philadelphia. He'll be going back to where he played in college in in PA, and the Eagles have a lot of money. They can offer him a lot. They have failed at receivers miserably. It's no secret that they need another player on that offense. And Jalen Hurts is an upgrade from Justin Fields, at least in this point in their careers. So I don't know. I feel like, you know, Matt Nagy phased him out of the offense. Nick Sirianni is kind of an idiot too and may do the same thing. But I had, I think they're definitely going to have to break the bank for a receiver this offseason. And I think that A-Rob uh, will probably go to Philly. So, James, where do you have Allen Robinson? It's it's funny because there are two Penn State receivers. That have I know. I, that was the point. Oh. <laughs> what? That's why I said that because it was dumb. No, I don't know. But I just remembered. Yeah. So – I have A-Rob going to the Patriots because – I not like that either. You don't like that? No, I, it's a good move. I just don't oh, like the Patriots. Yes. Uh, the Patriots are always competitive. You have the best coach in all of football. And I think I think Robin, A-Rob would rather have a, a QB that stays in the pocket and is kind of more of like a gunslinger instead of like Jalen Hurts who resorts to run first. Like he'd rather be on a pat like a pass. I know oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. Like at the Patriots, the, honestly, the Pats make a lot more sense than the Eagles. The Patriots are definitely run heavy. Like they have Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris. Like they're they're probably run first offense. But in a case where you you have a quarterback who doesn't always run like Jalen Hurts, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just like chirping your pick. Like no, nah, it kind of makes more sense. Uh, yeah, like Mac Jones, he's named Macurate Jones for a reason because he can complete those passes, and that's exactly what A. Rob needs. He doesn't need Justin Fields, who has a 20% completion rate. That's not that, but I'm just exaggerating. Um, yeah, you have the best coach in all of football. Their offense is always good, even with a rookie QB. They made they wait, yeah, they made they made the playoffs with a rookie QB, and their top receiver was who Kendrick Bourne or Jacoby Myers. Like A. Rob would be a huge upgrade over both of those guys, and. If you give Mac Jones that weapon, then I still feel like they're they're a few years away from obviously being like title contenders. But A Rob's at one step closer. Obviously, their defense is always good. So A Rob, yeah, like you said, he probably wants to go to like a good team, a contender. I think the Patriots are that. Like again, give them some weapons on offense, and I think they can make a, a big run. Obviously, Mac Jones is going to take a huge leap. Obviously, because he has a, an exper- a year in ex- of experience in the NFL now. So having that and elite defense is always if they you know resign JC Jackson, which they probably will. So yeah, they will. Yeah. So you always have you have that again. I know they're like they're preferably a run first offense, but if you have a rub there, then Mac Jones will always have a reliable target to throw to, and they could they may get a rub for cheap too, just because of this down year, and he'll probably accept anywhere to get out of the Bears yeah, I think or to get out of, out of Chicago. So if they can get him for cheap, then I think they they found their guy. I think a rubs it. I think he's a wide receiver one. And especially on this Patriots team, again, with a, a pocket passer QB and the best coach, I think he's going to thrive there. All right, Shrieker, what do you got uh, for A-Rob? Now, one of, one of the candidates I had was Philadelphia. But uh, to switch it up like, once again, let's I, I picked Indi- Indianapolis for A-Rob. I, I, feel like, I like that too. I feel like we, we, we don't know yet where Carson Wentz goes if the Colts keep him or cut him. But it, let's just say they cut him and they draft a guy like Kenny Pickett or stuff. 
one of those guys. They have one of the best O lines, one of the best run run games. Now let's bolster that wide receiver core. They already have Pittman. Adding a guy like A Rob immediately makes that team so much better. I feel like maybe Ty comes back, maybe he doesn't, but still like if he does, it's Ty Pittman and A Rob, and I feel like that's just so so deadly. And even just A Rob and Pittman, that's even deadlier. It it really he he really is uh, probably one of the biggest uh, question marks going into free agency because no matter which team he goes to, whether it's the Patriots, Eagles, or uh, the Colts, I really think he's going to make a big impact in immediate too. All right. Well, now that I've heard both of your picks, I like mine the least, so that's okay. Let's go. Let's go with another receiver. With another receiver, uh, also from Penn State, Chris Godwin. Definitely think he would have resigned with the Bucks if Tom Brady was there still. Uh, I'll give it to Shriek. I'll I'll give it to Shrieker first. What do you What do you got for Chris Godwin? So, right right now, I have him. If like, I just feel like he's gonna go to. I feel like he's a player that he would kind of pick the money over the talent of the team. So, considering he's he he would probably leave uh, Tampa unless they get like a Tom Brady. He's already won too. So yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So I feel like he could just go anywhere, and I, I feel like he could go to Chicago, for instance, and I think that's a great move because you pair uh, Godwin with one of the young talents in Justin Fields, and you get him an immediate weapon. And you already have Darnell Mooney, but adding a guy like Godwin, who's one of the budding superstar wide receivers in the league, is just going to make it so much better. All right, James, what do you got for Godwin? I have Sir Christopher Godwin going to New Orleans. Because I think uh, I think the Saints are going to re-sign Jameis, and I think I, I kind of think Godwin liked it when Jameis was his QB because he got, he was in fantasy purposes I think either number one or number two wide receiver, so two, he got targeted heavily. He got a lot of passes. I think he would like having Jameis as his QB again. Obviously, with Mike Thomas being back, he probably would be the wide receiver. He, I think he could be the wide receiver one honestly. Just have Thomas in the slot to run fucking slants, but or actually Godwin in the slot. Sorry. Um, so, I mean, you have Winston, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, and then obviously Chris Godwin, who I think would make a huge impact on this offense. Their defense is still – it's still pretty good. Obviously, the loss of Sean Payton is going to make a huge impact on this team because who knows how Dennis Allen is going to take this team or what direction he is. But I think signing Chris Godwin is obviously in the right direction. And Jameis Winston, obviously he, he fluctuates a lot with being good and being absolute dog water. So, <laughs> um, I think obviously – yeah, Chris Godwin would kind of like Jameis again. He likes Tom Brady, obviously, but I think this is just a good fit because he's always been known as like a wide receiver two to Mike Evans, and now he's he could be a wide receiver two to Michael Thomas. Wow, I almost have that name wrong. To Michael Thomas, and he'll be. I think he'll be totally okay with that because I think the Saints team is good enough to obviously make the playoffs. And if Jameis steps his game up, then they can they can be title contenders. And I think that's what Godwin kind of wants, even though again he already won a ring. But I think also with Jameis at QB, he just wants to have fun. Jameis wants to have fun, and Chris Godwin will have fun if Jameis is throwing him the ball. So, I think I think it's a perfect fit. Well, not really perfect, but I think it's almost perfect because again, you're pairing the back up Jameis. Um, I don't know how he is with Dennis Allen, but like, who cares about Dennis Allen? And I, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have an elite offense, and I think the Saints are gonna start picking things back up if they sign Godwin. All right, yeah, I kind of agree that he's gonna go to a team that can contend, but the team that I have him going to is a team that I think Shrieker's gonna like a lot. I have him going to the Ravens. Yeah, Chris Godwin to Baltimore. Do I they think have cap space though? They have like a decent amount, and I'm they're probably gonna cut like the old guy. Like I can see Kalai Campbell getting cut, 
he's got like a bigger contract than he's old. And like I, I can see them cutting a decent amount of guys on their team. A guy like Chris Godwin definitely fits on this Ravens team. They Marquise Brown does not. He's a yeah. deep threat. He's had a he actually had a very good season. I, he had over a thousand yards. He had like nine touchdowns or something like that. He he had a really good season, but I feel like Chris Godwin is a much better version of Marquise Brown, and he's a lot better at running the short routes. They drafted Rashad Bateman this year to be that kind of like possession receiver, third and nine guy, kind of give it to him for 14 yards across the middle of the field. And that's literally exactly what Chris Godwin is. Chris Godwin was Tom Brady's number one man. He's probably the best receiver that Brady's worked. Godwin and Evans are probably the best receivers that Brady's worked with since Randy Moss. Probably better than Julian Edelman, I would say. And Godwin, you know, going into that Ravens system, finally can get Lamar Jackson a true number one. So you have guys like Bateman and Godwin on the outside. You have Mark Andrews as your tight end, and you have Marquise Brown in the slot. If that happens, the Ravens are going to be a really, really good offense. Got, again, Godwin was a great possession receiver for Tom Brady and the Bucks. I feel like he can do the exact same thing with Lamar Jackson. Lamar can scramble and still heave it off to Godwin. He's a great receiver. They don't have a whole lot of money, so the money thing with him may be weird, but I really, really, really like the fit with him in Baltimore. All right, so next we have one of the better defensive ends in the league uh, from the Arizona from the Arizona Cardinals, Chandler Jones. Uh, went to Syracuse, was on, drafted by the Patriots, then went to the Arizona Cardinals a couple of years ago. Has been He led the league in sacks a couple of years ago. His contract is up. He's a free agent. Uh, Shrieker, where do you have Chandler Jones going? So the team that I'm picking, they have a lot of cap space, but they all also have a lot of players on that defense that are upcoming free agents. And I feel like this is one of the key acquisitions this team can make to retain Russell Wilson. And that's why I'm picking the Seattle Seahawks. I think this is one of those moves where like a, a QB or a big time player on the team says like, Hey, we just need, we need someone big on this team. Cause there's no one like that, like exclaims that like star power. And I think Chandler Jones uh, does exactly that. I think adding him to this defense will make it so much better. Obviously, Everyone's only talked about this Seattle defense because that uh, Seattle offense has always, no matter what, at least scored touchdowns and kept uh, kept the team uh, in games. I mean, whenever they play the 49ers, for instance, they've always won this past season. So I just feel like adding a guy like Chandler Jones is just the starting point and keeps a guy like Russell Wilson uh, uh, with some confidence that like this team and this front office want to want to actually build a contending team. So I don't like saying this, but I think he's going to go to the Cowboys. I know Ooh, that's that, a that's a that, good that's one. kind of out there, but like obviously they need another they need another end to kind of pair it to Marcus Lawrence and get that pressure. I mean, their defense I think was the best this year in terms of fantasy purposes, and I think a lot of that came from obviously Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons. But I think obviously with uh, yeah he's getting older. I feel like he's going to want a lot, but Jerry Jones can pay that man, so <laughs> let him. He wants a Super Bowl, so. Yeah. So I think, that, yeah, the Dallas offense is still really good, obviously. I, I know there's things about C.D. Lamb wanting to be out of Dallas or, like, if he could go to, like, a certain team, he would, but he'd also stay in Dallas. Like, it's whatever. But, like, again, that offense is still elite. That The defense adding Chandler Jones, I think, will be obviously more elite, and I think they'll they'll retain their, their position of the top defense. And, but, I, obviously, Trayvon Diggs is going to regress because that's just not happening ever again. But if you add a man like Chandler Jones, then it, the team is going to be more focused on getting sacks. They're probably going to – Run a lot more plays in the four three, which I don't even know what their playbook fucking is. But four three just, just means there's. Four, it, I think it is a four three. Yeah, four three just means there's four you know linemen, and 
they can even blitz Micah Parsons or have him play edge at some point or just keep him at linebacker. I don't know. They can do what they want, but I think having Chandler Jones on the Cowboys is obviously, I think, a good fit because, again, you got another edge rusher to pair with Marcus Lawrence. It's gonna be, you're going to have to guard both sides of the, the D-line, basically, instead of having to worry about just one with Lawrence. So I think that, that Cowboys defense is definitely going to be a problem if they add him. And, again, if Chandler Jones wants to go to contender, then this is the team to go to because they have a young offense. I mean, well, actually, Dak and Zeke are what, in like their seventh year now? Six or seven. Yeah, like it, that's ridiculous. Like they're still they're still decently young. So, and obviously, CD's in his third year. Yeah, they're in seventh year. Yeah, they're going yeah. in their seventh. Yeah, CD's in his third year. Cooper. I mean, I don't know how old he is, but and then obviously the emergence of Dalton Schultz. Like that offense, if their defense obviously gets stops, also they're also free agent by the way. Dalton Schultz. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's probably gonna stay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, if their if their defense gets stops, then their offense will thrive. So I think Chandler Jones will be a big part of that whole yeah, system functioning. So, Cowboys. All right, this is where I had um, another uh, resign. I think that Chandler Jones is going to go back to Arizona. I feel like there's kind of unfinished business. He's never won a playoff game on that team. And again, he was a guy that led the league in sacks. JJ Watt got hurt this year. I feel like a full season with both of them healthy, which with ah, which with. J.J. Watt's age and durability concerns that probably won't ever happen, but I feel like they have to at least try. They were lethal together when they were both together. He had five sacks in the first game of the season against the Tennessee Titans, which is a good offensive line. I feel like, you know, there's kind of unfinished business there. A lot of weird shit is going on in Arizona right now with the Kyler Murray thing. Like, they're they're terrible performance in the playoffs, and I think that Chandler Jones – is going to go back. They're going to pay him. There isn't a whole lot of needs, honestly, on the Arizona team. And I feel like if he's gone, they don't have a great amount of pass rush, especially with JJ Watt always being injured. So I feel like Chandler Jones is going to go back to the Cardinals. And I feel like, you know, obviously they need to figure out what's going on with Kyler Murray, but I think that him there, him going back there is a good move. So next we have Cordero Patterson, Shriekers boy, uh, formerly of the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to, I'll go, I'll go first here. I think, This is a match made in heaven. I think that he's going to go to the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins have the most cap space in the league right now. Miles Gaskin, Salvin Ahmed, and there was one. uh, Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay and and Duke Johnson. When when that's your running back room, I'm sorry, it's not good. I think Miles Gaskin is a good player, but come on, man. Like, Jesus Christ. Now, they can definitely target some in the draft. That is for sure. Even though they don't have a first round pick, and I feel like they could definitely try and go after. Wait, do, they don't have a first round pick, right? Oh, they have twenty six. Okay, well they're not picking. They they're not picking a running back there. Yeah, I think that they're going to target other positions in the draft, not running back. I think the Cordero Patterson fits here really well. Mike McDaniel just came over from the 49ers. He's supposed to be a run game expert. I think he's going to go out there and get one that he wants. Leonard Fournette would also make a lot of sense, but we kind of just went with Cordero Patterson because he had a really good season being like kind of a Swiss Army knife for Atlanta. And Debo Samuel was a Swiss Army knife for the 49ers, and I feel like bringing a guy like Cordero Patterson who has returned kicks in his career, been a receiver and a running back, for multiple different teams. I feel like him going to the Dolphins makes a lot of sense, and I feel like Mike McDaniel can use him in a bunch of different ways, and I I really, really like the fit with Cordero there. He's probably going to get overpaid, but the Dolphins have the most cap space in the entire league, so fuck it. Pay Cordero Patterson to be your running back one. Have Miles Gaskin also be there, be a change of pace back, and I, I think it's a great move. I think Mike McDaniel will do wonders for him. I have, so I like the Swiss Army kind of role for Cordero Patterson, so that's why I'm Putting him on the Bills, mm. um, I like that too. Obviously, the Bills are not known for their their running, so 
put Cordero Patterson as a receiver or something like that. Like, uh, yeah, like you have Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, who I don't really like, me personally, but I think with Cordero there, that's just an extra guy to jo- for Josh Allen to throw to. Like that that offense is pass heavy, and obviously with a receiving back like Cordero, probably the best one of the best receiving backs in the league, maybe behind McCaffrey and Camaro. Probably there's probably others, but I forgot. Um, yeah, his his receiving abilities just like they're just like perfect for Josh Allen because obviously. If Josh Allen's ever in trouble, he can just dump it down to Camara. Not Camara, wow. Dump it down to Cordero Patterson, and he can get a couple yards or maybe even break out one. But he's also a very good runner, and I think he's a better runner than Zach Moss and Devin Singletary combined because for some reason Cordero Patterson just decided to break out, and I think that the Bills, obviously seeing his receiving ability, will want that because, again, Josh Allen likes to throw the ball. Bills offense, very throw-heavy, pass-heavy, sorry. And it's just another weapon for Josh Allen to throw to. You got – Obviously, Stephon Diggs, who's the main guy, but he that didn't really have a great season. Or even playoffs, too. He just didn't get targeted. Yeah. So, yeah, I, like, yeah. I don't know. Um, but I like – I like. I think the Bills are going to look at him as more of a receiving threat, and they're going to sign him for, like, that receiving ability. And I think Josh Allen's going to like that because, again, Cordero is very elusive. He he knows how to make space. He Again, he's a really good receiver somehow. So, I think they just kind of transform him to a backfield receiver, not really with more of the running game, but – I think they kind of leave that Devin Singletary, and they, again, they have Cordero as kind of like a third down back if they need to. He'll he'll be the main back, obviously, but like they'll obviously run. I think they'll run a lot more passes, and he'll obviously run a lot more routes for that team. Um, he won't be as involved as on the Falcons, but I think it's still a better role for him because he's going to get a lot more passing opportunities because that Bills offense is just so much better than the Falcons offense. And with Josh Allen there, miracles can happen. Cordero could have a, a, a McCaffrey type year. Who knows? I think I think just think it's a good fit because again, Josh Allen likes to throw the ball. Cordero Patterson likes to catch the ball. It's a match made in heaven, just like yours. Yeah, the, heaven. The only problem with him going to the Bills, like it's a good fit. Oh, great, no. you're critiquing me. No, no, no. The only problem is he's gonna ask for running back one money, and I don't think that they're gonna pay for that because I feel like Singletary's good, and I think he's probably better than Singletary. But like, what like their logic will probably be is like we just drafted this guy two three years ago. And he's doing like decent. Obviously, Patterson's probably better, but are we gonna pay like eight mil- more, yeah, eight million more dollars to have Patterson rather than just keep Singletary? I mean, it's a good fit. It makes sense. Just financially, I don't, I don't know. I That's the only problem, but but it's fine. Uh, uh, Streaker, what do you have for for Cordero? The team that I pick for Cordero Patterson is the Houston Texans. I think you have you your new coach, Lovey Smith, goes out and says. Hey, look, the Bengals went from a two-win team to a to the Super Bowl. Why not us? And obviously, the reason why they only won two games was because Joe Burrow got injured. But I really think this team has that belief or faith that they can they can at least they're gonna be competitive. And they were pretty competitive last year, but the talent wise, they just didn't have it. And I think that's why they go for a guy like Cordero Patterson, because obviously they don't have any running backs on that team that are competent enough. And they can't really draft one either because I don't think although they're not gonna waste like their second round pick or their the second pick on a running back. So I think they could go for a guy like Cordero. You know, obviously it boosts the running game and passing game because if let's just say Davis Mills is the QB for the whole season, I think a guy like Cordero would immediately become one of the biggest targets in the league just because of how much he'll he would be targeted that in uh in that offense. I think Adding him 
with Brandon Cooks just makes it like a better team like holistically because just if like because you can use Cordero in the passing and run game and I think they would definitely use him a lot in both both scenarios. So I think if the Texans truly believe like let's just like if they think they can win like a, a good amount of games or at least try to be competitive, then I think they, they would definitely make a move like this. I don't know why this is so funny, but I typed in Marshawn Lattimore into my notes like before and mm-hmm. it, I didn't even realize it, but it autocorrected to Marathon Lattimore. <laughs> well, that is the last person that we're going to be talking about today is Marshawn Lattimore, uh, cornerback of the Saints. Uh, you can, James, you can take it. Sure. Ah. So as I said before, I have two people staying and Marshawn Lattimore is going to be the other guy to stay. The only real reason for this is because I still think Marshawn Lattimore believes in that team. Again, if you get a guy like Godwin, then obviously he would stay, but I think he'll stay either way because I think the Saints are obviously going to pay him a lot because he's he is their star quarterback and they need defensive help or they will if he doesn't stay. So I think he's going to ask for a lot and I think he's going to get it. That's probably I think he's more about the money in my case or in my opinion. So I think, yeah, I mean again the Saints probably could have made it if Winston was still healthy. So I think he still believes in them. And I again I st- there are a lot of teams that need a cornerback, but I think if he's getting paid a lot by the Saints, then he's going to take it. Obviously, I think. That I, again, I still think they will pay him heavily because he is their star corner, and he's him and Cam Jordan make a, gr- a great pairing. They've been together for a couple years now. I think Marshawn Lattimore was drafted. Don't even remember, but twenty seventeen. I was actually going to say twenty seventeen for some reason. I don't even know where he was drafted. That oh, probably fucking Ohio State. Yeah. Wait, actually, whew, look at me. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think again, he's gonna. It's gonna be about the money for him. I still think he'll he'll like it in New Orleans. He's been there. Obviously, people love him. He's I haven't really heard much of his name this year, so maybe he had a down year. But still, I think that him on the Saints still is. I think it's still great. Dennis Allen. I don't think he he didn't work with him because when Sean Payton was or when he was the head coach when Sean Payton was dealing with that crap, I don't think Marshawn Lattimore was in the league. So yeah, that was like the year after they won the Super Bowl. That was yeah. long ago. So I think. A lot of more. I think a lot of more will stay if things don't work out. He could ask for a trade midseason, but I think the best thing to do is just for, for him. The best thing to do is just whatever the or the Saints are going to offer you money, and you may even want more money. So if you ask for it, they will probably pay you. So I think he's going to stay for that. Shrieker, what do you got for Marshawn Lattimore? I have uh, Marshawn Lattimore going to the Chargers. I think with one of the one of the most bright uh, futures with the Chargers being. You have a guy like Justin Herbert and Joey Bosa on that defense, Keenan Allen, and now Rashawn Slater as one of the budding new uh, best O line in the league, uh, young O line in the O lineman in the league. I think Marshawn Ladner would love to go there. I think it's just one of the best destinations for a player with the right with the right fit because I just think a guy like Lattimore in that secondary along with Derwin James and. Lattimore being alongside Asante Samuel Jr. would be so good for that team, along with Derwin James in that secondary with uh, being a safety. I think that that would be one of those things that changes a team from just being playoff contenders to a team that becomes straight contenders. I think because Lattimore is a, one of the best cornerbacks in the league right now. So having him on that team along with that current roster, that's just that's a match made in heaven, in my opinion. All right, so I think that Marshall Lattimore is going to go to the Dallas Cowboys and be a corner outside of Trayvon Diggs and 
you know, teams will probably throw at Trayvon Diggs even more now that Marshawn Lattimore will be on the other side. Marshawn Lattimore is a very streaky corner. He's had some really great years. He's had some really great games, but he's also had some games where he looks like very off and lets like 60 yard touchdowns a lot. Like he's a very good corner though. I think in his purest form, he's really good. He's a huge improvement over Anthony Brown. That's not even close. But, yeah, I don't know. I think that Marshall Lattimore would fit really well on the Cowboys. There's no, like, greater need in football than the Cowboys and a corner. I think that they need one really bad. At 24 in the draft, I don't know if they're going to be able to get a, a, get a good one. So why not go after Marshall Lattimore? I think that he would go – he would fit really well there. Thankfully, he would leave the Saints because I hate the Saints. And I think that he would fit really well on the Cowboys. So – there you have it. Those are our, you know, eight of the biggest free agents uh, going to specific places. This was fun. Was yes. It? Yeah, I liked it. It was good to see everyone's opinions. We all pretty much had different. The only one that was the same was me and James having Tyron Matthew going back to the Chiefs. Yeah. I uh, like that we also picked like all different teams too. Yeah, it's, it's like, all. It was all different. Everyone's got well, something different. Like, like, like my eight were all different teams. Your eight were all different yeah, exactly. teams. Like I like that too. Yeah. So like I didn't have like OBJ and Tyron Matthew going to the same team. Like yeah. That. Uh, there are obviously a lot of other free agents. Franchise tag window, I'm not sure when it ends, but it's coming up soon, and we're going to know where a lot of these players will be or what the fates of these players will be in their contracts, whether they're going to be you know, back with the same team because of the tag or if they will be on the move. Obviously, we'll probably do a second edition of this closer to free agency and when we know tags and everything. Like Guys like Von Miller, who are still free agents, uh, Casey Hayward, who's a free agent as well, Devontae Adams, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Jameis Winston, like there are quarterbacks too. Quarterbacks we didn't really touch on because quarterbacks are kind of too random. Like we don't know what the hell all these teams are thinking about. So yeah, it's going to be fun for agencies coming up. We'll definitely have an episode for you guys next week. We may do a quarterback episode solely next week. I'm like where we think each quarterback that's like out there is going to go. How many are there? Probably seven or eight. Same thing again. Well, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. So, obviously, everything's in the works. But yeah, we hope that you guys enjoyed this one. A lot of you know, a lot of stuff to go down over the next like month. I think free agency starts like the eleventh or tenth or something of March. So we're almost there. We really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, and thank you guys all for listening.